is going on, dads? And welcome to the Betwixt. It's episode 58, recorded on Sunday, August 15th, 2021. I'm your host, John, and thank you for joining us tonight for some Nintendo and Indies. That's right, we're going to be talking about Indie World today. How's everyone's weekend been? Uh, I'm just wrapping up the weekend here. Um, I'd say relaxing, and <laughs> quite... Quite literally, actually, I've had a, a lower left leg injury for <sighs> three or four months now. Um, uh, the first time I felt it would be when I would sit in my uh, desk chair for work. And I like to um, kind of fold up my left leg when I do that and um, started to really feel it when I sat down. And the weird thing is that pain went away, but my leg, there's just something wrong with my leg. I don't know if it's shin splints or some kind of stress fracture. I've been trying to sort of stretch out the muscles on my own. Uh, not working though, so gonna go see the doctor tomorrow. I'm hoping to get some, hoping to get some answers. Getting a little tired of <laughs> feeling like an old man. I shouldn't feel too old. Uh, this week too, my kids are going back to school. Uh, I know everybody, I know everybody like classes start for you, for you dads at different times. Um, I know we're fairly early here in Colorado. Um, and the weird thing is my kids start on three different days. I think it's like Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Everyone's got their own exclusive first day of school. Um, so I'm kind of excited for that. I've been working from home since, cool, last March, two Marches ago. Um, so it it is going to be kind of nice not having them home all day. For the most part, my kids are they're they're a little older and they're quiet during the day, but um, just the fact that they're home and sometimes move around and whatever, it'd just be nice to have them out of the house. My wife and I can go maybe catch a movie or um, go grab some lunch or whatever, and uh, it'll be nice. Can't wait. Get out of here, kids. <laughs> um, I've been playing a lot of games the last couple days. I won't get too much into it. We'll wait for the regular show next week, but. Um, I have been uh, going for a 300% of the Tomb Raider trilogy. Um, I rolled credits on Shadow of the Tomb Raider today. I counted. This is the seventh game in the Tomb Raider trilogy that I've completed. Um, that's because I did the first game three times and the second game twice and now the, the third game twice. Um, I really love the trilogy. I mean, I, I've mentioned it several times. Um, I do want 100% Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I don't know if I'm going to do that. I've I've been playing around. I have been doing them some extra missions, extra tombs. Um, I love doing the extra tombs in Tomb Raider games, and I'm going to try. But I always go, to, I try to 100% um, getting all the things, right? If you played these games, documents, relics, the little, the little shit. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not been the easiest thing to do in the previous two games. There's these big areas and you know, it's sometimes hard to find them. I am at about 74% completion right now. And my map is mostly empty of relics documents and all those things. Um, and so oftentimes when, when you're missing things, you just have to run around and look all over the place in every nook and cranny. And you just hope you get lucky. I don't know. I'm just not in the mood for it. And I can't even do all the optional tombs. In the previous games, you could go into all the optional tombs once you've rolled credits. There are still two 
item upgrades I need in this game. I don't know where they are. Um, I could end up looking looking it up. Um, I'm not against that, but I can't do all the optional tombs. So there's like a few tombs I need. I can't open the door on and stuff like that. So I, I'll keep going, but I don't know if I'm going to 100% all the little tchotchkes. I might just try to do all the tombs. Um, so we'll see. Um, but that's been fun. And then I'm working on Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. I cannot stress enough how cool this game is. Um, if, if you're a fan of the series, the thing I'll note, um, I've, I've completed the first three cases out of five. I'm going to start the fourth one tonight. Um, each of the three cases has different gameplay, which is not normal for an Ace Attorney game. Generally, in an Ace Attorney game, you are doing investigations, you're doing trials. Sometimes, like in the first case, you'll just do the trial. Um, in this game, one of the cases, you just do the trial. The second, the other case, the second case, you, you do nothing but investigation. There is no trial. And then the other one, it's, it, it has, I, I don't want to give that the part away, but the way it's done in the courthouse is just very different um, than we've ever done before. So I've really, I've really enjoyed it. It's uh, a lot of fun. I can't wait to start the fourth case now. Um, and the, the story is continuous through all the cases. You can definitely take a break. I've taken a couple day break on it. Um, but yeah, really enjoying it. So I'll, I'll talk more about that next week. I should have it all finished up when uh, Drew and I uh, do our show next week. But yeah, let's get to Indie World. Very excited. Um, that once again, they announced this. Just like I was like a day or two at advance notice. Um, it took place on August 11th. There were seven games released August 11th. Shadow drops, whatever you want to call them. Games we've been waiting for. Games we didn't know about. Seven games released. Super excited. <laughs> I am um, really loving it. So um, let's go through it. We'll, we'll go through all the games. Um, I'm going to give you my impression of them. Uh, first one was Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. Um, old timey gamers, I don't, I, I don't know how far this goes back, but obviously this was the indie, the indie community's uh, desire to have a Jet Set Radio game. Um, we've had, a, I think we've had two or three Jet Set games. Uh, my favorite one was the the Jet Grind Radio. They call it Jet Grind Radio in um, uh, the first one. They 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 called it Jet Grind Radio here in America. Um, on the Dreamcast. And it's one of my favorite games on the Dreamcast. Um, when I had a Dreamcast, I, I, I definitely had a copy of this. Um, just, you know what it is? It, I don't know if I, I, it's hard to tell if it's the best game or whatever. It's just unique and different. There's, there's no other games like it. And, um, we're finally getting kind of an indie version of it. I would say Bomb Rush Cyberpunk doesn't look bad. Um, it looks pretty good. Um, I don't know if it will hold up to Jet Grind Radio, um, but it could very well surpass it, too. We've had many years to improve on the formula. Um, I wouldn't say I'm personally interested in it, um, but I was very excited to see it. Um, just, you know, it's just it's great to see when 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 the indie community sees these games that just haven't haven't had a, you know, haven't had service. You know, it's just it's good to see. So um, next one, um, this was the first one that I was really excited about. I don't know how to pronounce it. Toem? T-O-E-M. Toem. So this is the black and white looking game. And the thing about it that I <laughs> really liked, 
I thought, and Jesse mentioned this in the show, I thought it looked like West of Loathing. Um, I immediately looked up to see if this was the West of Loathing people. Um, it is not. A very similar art style. Even though West of Loathing is a 2D game, and this is kind of 3D, it really is one of those... Yeah, it's it's like a 2D in a 3D world. I don't know if you want to call it 2.5D, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it looks really chill. Um, it's all about taking photos. So we'll see what the gameplay is like. Um, this this indie team, um, I believe their name is Something We Made. Uh, it's from Sweden. And this game is going to come out in the fall of this year. So it's coming out fairly soon. Um, fall's a big window, but um, this is definitely a game I'm going to pick up right away. I... I really started to fall in love with these smaller games that are kind of like a bit of an, a little adventure. And the, the best example I can think of is A Short Hike. If you ever played A Short Hike, what a wonderful game. It's a few hours. You can, you can make it, you can prolong it a few more hours if you try to 100% it, which I wasn't able to do. Um, and uh, yeah, just these little kind of gem of a game. I've gotten away from like JRPGs and really long games, um, but I'm really excited for Toem. So um, good to see. The announcement I was most excited for, Loop Hero, coming to Switch. This was uh, the first announcement of it. We all kind of guessed that it would. Devolver Digital is the publisher and a lot of their games are on Switch and they're one of those publishers that is smart enough, <coughs> yay, uh, smart enough to realize that there's a big market on Switch and they try to bring all their games to Switch. Um, I, I couldn't tell you what percentage of their games are on Switch. I'm sure there's a couple games that aren't. Um, but Devolver Digital is a pretty good publisher. Uh, they were able to get through this trailer without blood, gore, and violence. Um, but Loop Hero is a game I've been excited to play. A lot of people are really excited for this game. Um, people have played it, um, have put it up there with one of their games of the year. I will be honest, I don't know much about it. and the, But it's not because I'm ignorant. It's because I can tell right away this is a game that I may very well love. And whenever I recognize that, I tend to tune out what I'm seeing. So it's there's obviously some card-based mechanics and some roguelike mechanics... Um, but I really don't want to know specifically any more information. And now that it's coming out holiday 2021, um, it looks like I did a good job with that. It has kind of like old style graphics. I don't know what I think about it. I, I actually like the art style because that's kind of the era I grew up in. One issue I have is if you watch the gameplay on the right side of the screen, it, it has the little tiny tiles um, you know, Minecraft comes to mind, <laughs> Terraria. I don't like games with UIs with little tiny tiles and choosing little tiny things. Um, I wonder if this game won't translate well onto, uh, into handheld. Um, but we'll see. I'm going to get, I'm going to give it a try for sure. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully I like it. I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit next week about having a little bit. I'll talk a little bit this week about <laughs> some games being disappointing. Um, next one was uh, a game called Far. Um, they showed Lone Sales and Changing Tides. I got some major, major, major uh, like inside limbo vibes from the game. I think it was more the art style. I don't think the game is 
totally like Inside in Limbo. Um, if you want to know more about this game, Marty played it um, and he loved it. Um, so he'll he'll talk more about that. Um, it, it didn't really grab me. Um, these come out. Uh, I think one of them. I think Lone Sales is out now. Uh, Changing Tides comes out early 2022. So, um, but he he really liked it. So, uh, didn't grab me. But we'll see. Then we had a little streak of games that were announced and coming out immediately. Well, that day, usually a little bit after, um, a little bit after the uh, presentation. Um, first one was Necro Barista Final Pour. I, I'll just sit here and say, I just was not interested in this game visually. Um, nothing really enticed me much from this game. So I'll just move on from it. Um, nothing bad. It might be very good. It just didn't grab me at all for whatever reason. Next game. Let's talk about this for a second. Garden Story. This is a game we knew about. Um, we didn't have a release date and it became day of. Um, looks great. It looks like a little, I would have described it just looking at the trailer, um, before I played it as kind of a little RPG. Um, you play as a grape named Concord. Adorable. Um, just the graphics, everything was just very, very cute. Um, looked like it would be a little delightful little game. I, um, I wasn't super hyped for it before, but for some reason I got really hyped for it during and I decided to buy it. It's $19.99. And I gotta say, I was a little disappointed. Um, maybe a lot disappointed. I found it kind of boring. Um, games can do this sort of thing where you focus on graphics, you focus on sound, you focus on story. I don't know, whatever you do, focus on the genre. But you just forget to get, make the game fun. Um, the reason why I wasn't finding it fun is because the dialogue, it, it gets a little chatty. Um, which is probably because the game might be a little shorter. I don't know. Got a little chatty. And what happened was when a character talks to you, a little box comes down from the top of the screen, like a dialogue box. And it comes down, it animates down, it waits a second, and then the text starts showing up, and then the box animates back up. It's it's hard to just skip through it. Um, it just makes the dialogue always slow down the game, even if you're trying to tap through it, if you're reading quickly, that sort of thing. Um, the other thing that I have found weird so far, and, and maybe I'm wrong on this, I, I need to kind of give it a little bit more time, <laughs> is it's, it's kind of a game where it's like, it's all about quests. You get a bunch of quests. You, you go to sleep, you wake up, there's quests waiting for you. In this game so far, there's like three quests waiting for you every day. And you read them on the board, but there's no way to sort of record them. You kind of have to remember them or take a screenshot or what have you. And then you go out in the world, you go find where the quest is. The map is not the best for showing you where that quest is. Um, it doesn't like pinpoint it on the map. Um, then you have to navigate around. It's not super simple to navigate around. It's just a little messy. It, it, it should be more fun. It should be like, all right, what quests are we going to do today? And you wake up and it's just like the dialogue is slow and navigating the world is slow and figuring out where you got to go and, you know, remembering what to do. Um, this game would have really benefited from having a little side quest tab or something you can look at and always know. And it seems like there's only three quests a day and then you have to make you go to sleep. I don't know, kind of weird. I haven't been enjoying it. I had started it. And, we, you know, just while I'm doing Ace Attorney, just for something different. 
And I have since just stopped it. I'm just going to finish out Ace Attorney. And then I'll give it a little bit more time. The weird thing is, I don't even want to restart this game, which is something I usually do. Um, I just thought the beginning was just so chatty. I don't want to restart it. I'm just going to continue from where I am. Um, so, you know, just big red flag for me so far. Um, I'll have more information probably next week. But um, really big red flag. I, I was a little disappointed by that. I just thought they... We're going to knock it out of the park and I, you know, not immediately. <laughs> um, so you might want to wait on that. So next game, Boyfriend Dungeon. This was another game we've been um, waiting on. Um, interestingly enough, this is on Game Pass right now. Um, so if you have Game Pass, uh, definitely at least give it a try on Game Pass. If you want to play on Switch, go for it. But Give it a try and see if you like it beforehand. Um, it's free. Um, I did that. I did try it on Game Pass. Um, it wasn't bad. It was much more polished than I thought. Um, you you end up you're 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 being introduced. Jesse kind of covered this on the show, but you're introduced to a well, you find a weapon. It turns out it's a person. Um, whatever. The battling with the weapon is not that exciting it's pretty straightforward there's weak attack strong attack that sort of thing and you can roll um and uh yeah then you find another weapon and then you can switch between them but like you know it's like a sword and a, a spear i mean you know it's it's not that differentiating um i didn't really get into any kind of like the dating mechanics in this game or anything like that which i think would make it more interesting um than you know just dungeon crawling because Honestly, I didn't find the combat all that interesting. Um, it just didn't, it, it just wasn't varied. It was pretty bland. I, you go into a mall and uh, like phone, like laptops and phones are attacking you. So that's kind of reminds me of those NES games of the past where <laughs> you just start getting attacked by these weird objects. It didn't really grip me, but it was polished. And um, I like the way you can customize your character. Um, the game's very inclusive. And um, so I think I think a lot of people really like this game. So, uh, you know, don't take it from me. I just it just it wasn't grabbing me. And and I have a few other things vying for my attention. So um, but we'll see. I There's a chance I might come back to it and give it another try. Um, but very polished. That's Boyfriend Dungeon. And that is available now. And then the big one, Axiom Verge 2. We knew it was coming. We didn't know when at all. Uh, it is out now. Very excited about it. I really love the first game. I'm going to give that first game a replay before I try this one. Um, so it might be a little bit. I might wait for a sale or something. Um, I'm just not in the mood right now. Um, but Axiom Verge 1 um, was really fun. A great Metroidvania style game. Um, it's really almost <laughs> very close to Metroid. Um, but there's really some really cool mechanics in it. And a game, like like I said with Garden Story, that's fun. You know, the, the shooting and stuff is fun. Okay? Like, you know, you move quickly. You navigate quickly. Got to be more fun. More fun. Um, so very excited for that one. Uh, next up, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. This was interesting because this is not Shovel Knight Dig. Um, there's kind of two games we're waiting for for Shovel Knight. Dig is more of a... I don't want to say an arcade game, but like more like a video game. Pocket Dungeon is more of a mobile game and just a puzzle game. Um, and so I'm not so super excited for Pocket Dungeon, but... Um, if you like puzzle games, by the way, the I I, I I don't know how to say this, but the 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 lady who is um, talking about Pocket Dungeon, uh, Celia Schilling, very cute, very cute. 
had a like AT and T girl vibes. Um, this is coming out holiday twenty twenty one. Next up, Islanders console edition. I've heard a few people um, grab this one. Um, I totally wasn't feeling it, but a friend of mine got it. A couple of the Nintendo dads got it. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling this one, but it's kind of like a Sim City on an island. Um, I don't know if it's going to be as detailed as that, but that's the kind of game you're getting. What would you call that? Like city construction? City construction sounds like a good genre. I don't know. Metal Slug Tactics. I am super excited for this one. Um, I guess it hadn't been announced officially for Switch. I think we all just assumed it would be on Switch. Um, Because this is the system these games generally have come out for. It looks so good. I've actually never played a Metal Slug game. Um, Metal Slug is kind of like a Contra series. Um, Very graphically uh, intense because it was uh, started off as a Neo Geo title. And um, yeah, really pretty, really pretty great, pretty games. Um, I haven't played Metal Slug. I am tempted to try a Metal Slug game. I feel like I should try at least one to get a sense of Metal Slug. You won't need to play Metal Slug to play Metal Slug Tactics. But I just feel like, you know, let me, let me give one game a go. Um, I like I like those running guns anyway. So, uh, yeah. I right, just got an update from Drew um, that he has just finished Skyward Sword. We're all very happy for him now. <laughs> He's been playing this one for a while. Um, All right. What do we got next? Ooh, Tetris Effect coming to the Switch. I did not think this game was going to come to the Nintendo Switch. It's been out a while. To date Tetris Effect, uh, Kevin Alexander knows this. Kevin has um, a PSVR. And a couple of holidays ago, uh, so I would say, God, what did I say? Two years ago? I think a little over two years ago, um, we were at his place and uh, various people were playing Tetris Effect um, on the VR system. Now, this one is Tetris Effect connected. It's not a VR version. Um, It has some multiplayer capabilities in it. Um, But this exact version came out for the Xbox on Game Pass a handful of months ago, and I gave it a try. And I would say that, gosh, if you like Tetris, you'll like this. Um it, it's it's polished and smooth. Um, there's it's not like one Tetris board. You do these different like worlds. They might be planets. I can't remember, but it was like you go through these different worlds and you go through these different themes. And then the music's real chill. Um, it's got a nice vibe to it. Um, the graphics are always different. The pieces are going to look different. And some boards, the pieces are all the same color, and some boards they're not. Um, and then you're just challenged to like finish a certain number of lines, and then you advance. I was kind of enjoying it. I like playing Tetris. I'm not super into Tetris. Um, But after a while, I got bored, and I just kind of dropped it. Um, I didn't play any of the multiplayer stuff, but that was because I didn't have Game Pass Ultimate at the time. Um, I think that would be more fun. Um, I would definitely pick up Tetris Effect for a cheap price on Switch. I don't think I would pay the full price for it. These kind of games I never, like, stick to, so... Um, but no, Tetris Effect's really cool. If you like Tetris, you'll, you'll like this one. So, uh, give it a go. Uh, then we got a sizzle reel. Yay. Uh, Slime Rancher available now. Um, I, I, I let my daughter play this on Game Pass one day because I thought she would enjoy it. And even she found it kind of boring. Um, I found it dreadfully boring, so I'm not really excited for this, but, um, 
they seem to be very excited about this being on Nintendo Switch. Um, they had a very punny name for it. Was it portable slime, slime portable? I don't know. Uh, Lumberjack. Um, this is coming out in 2022. Again, this this one had like short hike vibes, maybe like Donut County vibes. I don't know too much about this game, um, but it looks cute. Um, next one was Curious Expedition 2. This was interesting. It looks like an educational game. We're still making those. Um, and the graphics were extremely detailed. Uh, reminded me of like PC DOS type educational games. Um, maybe a little bit of like Mario is missing or that sort of thing. Could be interesting if you are in the mood to learn some history. Um, when I was a kid, I would never want to play a game like this. But as an adult, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I learned a little something. Um, give it a go. We'll see. I don't know. That is available now, and I haven't bought it yet, so take that for what you will. And then finally, in the Sills of Real Gang Beasts, which is, <laughs> which is a game that probably should have come out years ago on the Switch. The Switch is perfect for this. Uh, my son, Cedric, he, he wanted Gang Beasts and... Um, uh, castle crashers on the switch so bad and uh we eventually did get castle crashers again long after it probably should have been there but we got it um gang beast is coming so late um he's already he, in the time that he wanted to play this game he got a ps4 in his room and has bought gang beast and played it um so he's not too excited that it's on switch now um, but it is a game that you can buy and, you know, you have a bunch of Joy-Cons, um, you know, party game for kids, I guess. Um, I did play Gang Beasts with him for like an hour and uh, ah, I didn't love it. I thought it got a little boring. Um, I think with two people, it's not as fun. I think once you get three or four people, you'll have a lot more fun. And with two people, you're just always attacking the other person. There's no mystery. There's no surprise. Um, with four people, you get those interactions and different people going after different things. So um, I think that would be fun for four players. Performance didn't look great on the video. Um, but sometimes that just translates badly into a stream. So I don't know. Um, but if I didn't say it, uh, Gang Beast comes out in fall of 2021. And that takes us to the one more thing. My wife wanted it to be Silk Song. <laughs> so bad. Um, but it was still a good one more thing. We got uh, uh, Eastward. Um, this is a game that a lot of people have looked forward to. Um, it's already coming out September 16th of this year on Steam, but now it is going to be day and date on the Switch and a timed console exclusive. So a nice win for uh, Nintendo here. Uh, this is published by Chucklefish. Um, the developer, uh, this is their first game. Um, obviously, industry veterans. Um, it's a Chinese company, but um, just a really pretty game. Um, really looks interesting. Looks kind. I, I, I feel like like the 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 Earthbound, like Earthbound, the Mother Games, is what I get feels from on this one. Looks really nice. I think a lot of people are gonna play this one. Kind of get lost in it. Um, it looks really great, and I'm excited for Nintendo that it's a, a timed console exclusive. So, Chucklefish does a good job. They they've done they've got a few games on Switch, but Wargroove is the one that you might remember is uh, from Chucklefish. And um, yeah, they've got another I can't remember the name of it, but they have another isometric game. Uh, it's like a, it's like a witchcraft game or something like that um, that's coming out. So um, yeah, I think um, Witchbrook. Yeah, that's right. 
So uh, Chucklefish, yeah, Chucklefish, I really like what Chucklefish, they're, they're kind of on the same uh, level as like Yacht Club. They're, they're kind of really, they really stick to like retro style looking games, but good ones. Um, so yeah, really excited for Eastward. So at the end of it, what would you grade this? Um, my grade for the indie world is going to be an A, and I'll tell you why. Um, we got a good mix of announcements, switch announcements, ports, that sort of thing. Um, I think Toem is the coolest looking new announcement of the day. I'm really excited for that one. Um, but then, you know, the fact that we're getting Loop Hero, uh, kind of puts this one into instant A. I was really wanting this one for Switch. It wasn't for sure. We thought it would happen, but it wasn't for sure. And the fact that we're going to get it um, this this year, um, holiday 2021 is the word. So um, really excited about Loop Hero. Axiom Verge 2 Shadow Dropping was awesome. Um, getting, you know, confirmation that Metal Slug Tactics is going to be on Switch, great. Even though I was a little disappointed as 2022, but I, we, we kind of expected it. And then Eastward, just having Eastward be a console exclusive for now. Um, just good news. So, and I mean, like, look, there's lots of other games. I was really excited for Garden Story, especially when it dropped. Um, I have since <laughs> pulled back a little bit. Um, Bomb Rush Cyberpunk might be a game that I, that I do play. I'm not sure quite yet. Um, sounds like Islanders, you know, could be popular. Um, Tetris Effect is a, is a cool game. I'm glad it's on the Switch. Um, so... There's a lot there. Uh, it was a it was a good game, and and we have to rate these too. These indie worlds are becoming very indie. Um, we sometimes go in there wanting big announcements, you know, along the lines of like a Shovel Knight. But you don't always get that. We're we're seeing real indie companies, uh, a lot of European companies, kind of put things here. So once you like you know adjust your expectations, um, you realize how cool these games are. Um, and these days I'm really liking kind of indie games more than the, the mainstream games. Um, besides the fact that the price is better. Um, I just kind of enjoy these smaller experiences that are more unique games like loop hero, you know, be so good. Toem, we don't, we don't really see those from the AAA title. So unless it's Ace Attorney. So that's it. Um, love to know what you guys would grade, um, this indie world. I know. I know people who are interested in nothing. I know people who like bought and downloaded several games. Um, these indie worlds are always very, you either love them or you hate them. Um, but this was a really good one. So I'm very excited about it. And that's it. So as my weekend rolls down and you guys are hopefully enjoying this podcast on a Tuesday, uh, Drew will be back next week. Um, but for now, good night, dads. Take us away, Sadie. The Dads After Dark show is a part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in the Dads After Dark show channel for some naughty After Dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at NDadsAfterDark. Ask us a question. And we may answer it on the show. That's all for tonight. Good night, dads. Sweet dreams. <laughs>